up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shum 104.5. You're going on a journey of learning about new things and people, but your perception is going to be clouded. Taurus. You've been wishing for a break, and today it may happen. Gemini. It's time for you to hop back in the social scene. Cancer. You're at odds with your family, Cancer, but make sure you don't give energy to your friends, co-workers, or partner. Leo. You should be especially efficient in whatever you need to get done today. Virgo. The Sun and Jupiter harmonize today, and you're going to be even more open-minded to everyday life. Libra. You've been bottling up all your emotions, and if you don't get them out soon, you may explode on the wrong people. Scorpio. Social events involving both old and new friends could be good for you today. Sagittarius. Today, it seems like you're playing a game of follow the leader, and with Uranus in your second house of self-worth and money, reminding you that you're a natural leader, and you need to show everyone what you're worth. Capricorn. Someone from your past could pop up today, but don't write it off. Aquarius. It may serve you well to stick to your daily routine today, and don't go off course. Pisces. You've been in a slump lately, and today you're waking up on the right side of the bed. All right, well, hopefully you got a clear picture of what Monday looks like. Uh, if you want to see it again, go to chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page and hit horoscopes. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. On Chum. We squeezed out one more day out of Meredith. One more. <laughs> Squeeze it out of there. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. It's 5.30 on a Monday morning uh, on Chum 104.5. I don't know about you, but it felt noticeably colder to me this morning. I mean, right. you were saying that for you didn't feel like that? I know, but my <laughs> the blood in my veins is ice cold anyway, <laughs> Jamar. We know that. Yeah, it wasn't that bad for me, but what, you, you were you were frigid. Yeah, I just felt like, you know, an extra layer of frost on the things. You know how I also right. gauge it? You know, uh, the night before I leave the house, uh, I always, like, try to shovel out the backyard so Art. I don't slip. Yeah. And, like, end up, you know, on CP24, like, guy doesn't show up to work in the morning. Yeah. I'm found frozen in his backyard after knocking his head on the concrete. Right. So I, I shovel out. But even though I shoveled out last night, there was still a layer of ice on the places I shoveled because I didn't put the salt out. Yeah, the salt is like, you know. Premium right now. You know, when you're doing your makeup and you powder on top. Like, it's like the thing that's got to hold it together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Actually, I did, but this is funny. This is my reaction. I go outside. I'm like, oh, it's so sparkly. <laughs> but that means slippery. There's yeah, there's glitter <laughs> yeah. and sprinkles everywhere, everybody. Glitter. So, although it looks pretty, <laughs> yeah. do be careful. All right, but thank you for being here. Uh, coming up at 8 o'clock, another chance for you to stack that cash. If you haven't already done so, go to chum1045.com. Just let us know who you are so we can say your name at 8 o'clock, and we'll do it again at 11, 1, 4, and 6. Let's uh, take a little break, and when we come back, we're going to get into the trending things with Azalea Hart on Chum. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So I had mentioned that this was on all of my social media feeds all weekend long, especially Twitter. A lot of people had a lot to say on Twitter. Chris Rock. Twitter is the town square when it comes to oh, like for opinion sure. making, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, so Chris Rock, Will Smith, and Chris Rock's first stand-up special, Selective Outrage on Netflix. This is what the topics range from. So all three of those things were trending. So it's been a year now since the Oscar slap. But this was kind of Chris's chance to hit back. 
So we may have differing opinions on whether this entire special was funny or not, though. So I watched maybe about half an hour of it. And I was just like, this is a lot. This is a lot for me to take in. I tried to watch it Sunday morning. It was not a Sunday morning watch. (laughs) 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 It wasn't. (laughs) Church is literally going on two doors down in your condo. Right. (laughs) And I listened to this man screaming and swearing. (laughs) This is a lot to take in right now. Uh, So his jokes kind of ranged from Lululemon that we talked about off air a little bit, the Kardashians, abortion rights, and obviously Will and Jada, among other topics. Meghan Markle. Meghan Markle. He went in that. He went super in. Mm. Um, So I think we're going to talk Will Smith, though. So he got a little bit flustered over, I think, these jokes because he messed up two big punchlines where Will is concerned. Or I think he messed up one big punchline, but then he just messed up another Will Smith joke. Jamar, so, Azalea is kind of coming for Chris Rock right now. <laughs> you know what? You're like, I'm not that funny. He messed up the punchline. <laughs> but you, you know what's really interesting, though? Uh, not many, well, not to, you know, butt in on your trending. but like, No, no, it, go it, ahead. It was live, you know, like, and not right. many of these comedian specials are done live. So a lot of times they're edited. Uh, right. Comedians make jokes and make mistakes pretty often. So, you know. Well, yeah, and they're done, you know, over like three nights and then they choose. Right. They edit it. together the three nights into the best take of each. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, right. you know, it wasn't that. Didn't really get that opportunity. But, you know, sure. That, it's the risk they took. But I think the, it's more important to talk about the Will Smith stuff that he sure. flustered over because he didn't really fumble over his other jokes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> I mean, it, it probably was a big moment for him. Yeah. He was like, I got to get this right. And I got it wrong. Yeah. So the first one that he kind of messed up was he tried to uh, compare their two DreamWorks shows. And he kind of said he was kind of listing out things that Will Smith did and that Will Smith is bigger than him um, in terms of body shape. And he's like, Will Smith stars in movies where he takes off his shirt. I would never star in a movie where I take off my shirt. Will Smith was a shark in Shark Tales. I was a zebra, but Will Smith was not a shark. He was just a fish. I don't know what kind of fish he was, but he was just a fish. Oh, okay. Um, the other joke that he messed up was um, he was talking about Will being in a couple different movies, and he had said that Will was in nominated for Emancipation, and Jada wanted, or he was not nominated for a movie, and Jada wanted him to step down. He's basically saying that Jada, he got caught in the caught fire. This is What's it called? Is that what it's called? Crossfire. Cross fire. Cross Once fire. again, when it's live, it's just, you know. Oh like, what is that? That's much tougher. You know what I'm <laughs> so he got caught in the crossfire <laughs> um, from Will's movie Concussion. So he wasn't nominated for that. And Jada was like, well, Chris, you shouldn't host the Oscars because of this. So Chris's joke was going to be that he wasn't nominated for concussion, so he decided to give me a concussion. But instead, he said he wasn't nominated for emancipation, so he decided to give me a concussion. Right. Got it. Um, And you know what has, like, a very sour taste in my mouth about Chris Rock right now? Tell us. Because, speaking of emancipation, he said that the only reason he watched was to watch Will get whipped. So it was kind of like... You know, he, I, I, I watched it, not on Sunday morning, uh, last night. I, right. I, I got to say, I mean, I found it refreshing <laughs> because he decided just to go for all the things that I think a lot of people are tiptoeing around, and he didn't. And, you know, I didn't necessarily agree with all the jokes, but I was laughing. Okay. Yeah. Can I say how I liked it? 
If I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so Azalea's <laughs> kind of a no. I'm, I'm a yes. Yo, you are. I pretty much woke my neighbors up laughing that night. <laughs> now, everyone who listens to the show that have a very low brow for humor, you know, so like I'll laugh at anything. But there were some rough jokes in there, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you told that joke. But that's part of this, the, the show for me, like totally. see where someone's going to go, like feel my stomach get nauseous as I hear the joke and like, yeah. kind of go, oh, my gosh, how's the world going to react? No judgment because yeah, it's like that, that. that's your show. He that's me. That. And part that. of Chris Rocky, you know how we always tell – do you think Kevin Hart's funny? Um... Yeah, that's how I feel about him too. <laughs> so for, I just realized that for me – Chris Rock is like my Kevin Hart, where it's like some people go, I don't get it. This guy's not funny. All he right. does is make weird noises. And it's like, and for me, those weird noises that Chris Rock makes, the, oh, my gosh, like that's that's the stuff I love. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. So, it's less about the joke and just more about Yeah, because some of the, the jokes, clown. Were, some of the jokes were, yeah, it's like the clown ship. Because like <laughs> some of the jokes weren't even that revealing. The, the Meghan Markle stuff. Yeah. There wasn't really anything very like thought-provoking like one of the jokes i've made in the studio a bunch of times we're like yo they're the original you know colonists you yeah know, but I, I i've said that a million times but it was it, the sugar hill gang of, <laughs> come fun. on that was pretty funny. right that was pretty the funny. OG. i mean those parts were kind of funny yourself <laughs> yeah you're gonna have your opinions uh you know you might flick it off but you yeah. enjoy it. It, might, it might make you you know really laugh out loud it did me yeah. yeah yeah there were parts that i laughed for sure there were also parts that shocked me so <laughs> yeah. but that is what's trending okay. and going to continue trending yeah, all week, I'm pretty sure. 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 Yeah. Yes. My bladder, like, got a workout. Oh, yeah. Just holding things in there. Uh-huh. Not that it's that week. And it's a good point, Jamar, <laughs> that it's live because it yeah. it, that is a good point to make for people watching it because that's not how it usually is. Yeah, live is tough. Like, the, a comedy special live is, is, is hard to do, but, you yeah. know. Anyway, uh, you give us your opinion. You can text us 104536. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar on Chum. A-, a list has gone viral about guys saying that these are the petty reasons that they start fights with their girlfriends. Now, let me just tell you something. I don't do any of this. <laughs> you know why? Because oh, sure. those fights, no, I definitely don't. Those fights, they make me so sick inside. Like, when we have even our little Cold Wars where we're just not talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, those I'm ones. so nauseous. I'm just like, oh, I hate this. Like, the walking past each other and all oh, that. Oh, yeah. I don't like those. Right, the so drama. I can't imagine anyone doing this, but this is a, a, a list of men who anonymously confess that they they fight, start fights with their significant other for petty reasons. I like that you're starting this by saying, not me, but you. Yeah, you do this. <laughs> if you do this... Uh, feel free to indulge. Uh, one of the petty reasons men pick fights with their significant other. Mm-hmm. Hit me. Quote, well, I, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Quote, I start arguments with my girlfriend just to keep our relationship exciting. Wow. I mean, have you tried sex? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's a different the Give me there. the boredom okay. if you find that exciting. Yeah. Uh, quote, I start fights with my girlfriend just because sleeping together is better when we're angry. Oh, wow. They're saying the actual act is better with the little, uh, you know, tension in there. Interesting. I've, yeah. you know, I subscribe, I, I, I subscribe to the makeup thing. The makeup thing. Yeah, that thing, that, that, that's sure. actually, that's true. That, that exists. Um, yeah, both but, sides. We get that. Okay. Yeah. Text, uh, uh, quote, I sometimes start fights with my girlfriend so I can storm out and go out for the night. <laughs> oh, oh, inter- okay. Excuse me. That is kind of that, a little gaslighty and that, a little manipulative. That is, is gaslighty toxic, but mm-hmm. it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I'll try that. But. Yeah, Jamar's now taking notes. <laughs> uh, I start arguments with my girlfriend sometimes so she could just leave me alone for a few hours. Jeez. 
Jeez. That's what the bathroom is for, guy. That's what therapy is for. You know, right, this, right, we right, gotta get into right, some right, therapy here. Right. Uh, another one. I start fights with my girlfriend, so uh, so, so she'll boot me at the house so I can go hang out with my friends. That's the same as the other one, mm-hmm. essentially. Mm-hmm. I start fights with my girlfriend to see if she still cares enough to argue. Oh, because you know what they say. Even if you're in, in dislike of someone, yeah, it's still an emotion, yeah. right? If you just stop feeling anything, that's when you're really in trouble. If you're like, whatever. If and it you just, just goes neutral. Yeah. Like, if you stop fighting. Yeah. That's almost like, oh, I think we're done. You're right off. Yeah, at that you're point. still fighting for something. Yeah. This is still very toxic. Yeah, I, this. I, is, I, I, I think we want to distinguish this too from, you know, anything like negging, you know, that type yeah. of thing. Where we don't want to stand for that in yeah. in these relationships. But I do have to say, in my relationship, we have a little bit of a love language. Okay. That. It's not totally this, but it's niggling each other. Niggling. Niggling. So how do you do that? Well, it's like a little poke. Like it's the stuff I know bugs him. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's sort of our love language. We shade each other. Really? A little bit back and forth. Yeah. You and I would last a month. <laughs> like I can't take that stuff. You can't take it. No, Ron and I. Yeah. Actually, Why are you always picking on me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pick on each other. That's funny, but that you know that's a certain like that's a certain like language in a relationship. Like oh yeah. Said. Yeah, some that's people, our love language. Some people like that stuff because, you know, even among your friends, if you make fun of your friends, it's yeah. you really like your friends. I know. It's, a, it's sort of like not a good thing to teach the youngins, but it's true. Kind of like that Blake Lively, Ryan Reynolds relationship. You know how they, like, post ugly photos of each other on Instagram and yeah. stuff? We kind of we kind of do that. We're kind of like that. Yeah, I show my love by taking out the trash, baking a cake every now and then. Baking a cake? Yeah, like, I'll, you know, I'll make something. Jamar. Is that her love language though, wow. or is it yours? Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to decide. Jamar doesn't language. know. <laughs> he doesn't. Know I bought Rosetta Stone, so I'm gonna try to figure out what the language is. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm Chum. Uh, that's me. Well, it's not me, but it is me now. I'm Meredith. I'm here. I was here last week. I'm here what's right a, now for what, a bit. What's on your mind? Uh, what's on my mind is a new trend that I've seen quite a bit over and over again on TikTok, on Instagram. It's sort of the opposite of what we're used to. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the studio, you would hear Azalea and I off air talking about products we like, stuff we've tried. We're basically influencing, influencing each other back and forth. Okay. That's what happens on TikTok on, on Instagram. Yeah, they kind of just lob things at you and you go like, oh, maybe I'll yeah, try that. Like, maybe oh, I'll buy that. This loop. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. Maybe I'll buy that. Now the new trend is de-influencing. So it's not telling someone buy this. It's yeah. telling someone don't buy this. Yeah. Right? It's it's kind of like being a professional hater. Be like, these uh, are the products that stink. Yeah. These are the products not to, 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 to consider. Stay away from this place. Mm-hmm. De-influencing. De-influencing. So if you've seen this, that you're not alone, and it's almost part of this recession core influencing <laughs> is what they're they're saying. Recession core. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie core. Yeah. Recession core. I like Barbie core better. But anyway, yeah, because, you know, t- times are tight. And so now influencers are kind of scrambling, I guess, to still stay relevant. Have you seen anything that, uh, like, Give an example of something maybe that's been de-influency. Well, you know what I really like as well is that they take luxury items mm-hmm. and then they'll give you a dupe. Yeah, the dupe. The dupes. So I, it's I, like a pharmacy dupe. Yeah, I just had you, one. Wait, yeah. a dupe? Yeah, a dupe. Like a, like a duplicate? No, like, a, well, I guess so. That's um, sort of the, it, it, it's the it's the cheaper version. Of, oh, that's it interesting. Does the same yes. thing. Okay, so give me an example of something that might have a dupe. Do you have one? I just sure do. Let's hear it. So there's a very expensive, beautiful lip oil right now that's very very popular called uh, from dior very expensive uh but it's beautiful lovely well nyx 
NYX that you can get, you know, Choppers, just okay. came out okay. with a dupe. And I was showing Azalea a couple days ago. It's called and Fat I'm Oil. Intrigued. And you're, she's intrigued. Oh, and it has it? the same kind of thing. Is it way cheaper? Same kind of fo- oh, yeah, way oh, cheaper, way. Jamar. I mean, Dior to NYX, yeah, way, way, way cheaper. And uh, quite frankly, if I uh, if I cannot de-influence you, but if I can influence you, it's very good. And uh, and I, I've tried a bunch of them, and there we go. So, it, yeah, those are dupes. So dupes, de-influencing, recession core influencing. Wow. It's all happening. Can you imagine if, uh, I mean, at some point, people are going to be paid to de-influence stuff. Like, imagine if you were a competing company. Yeah. You found one of these de-influencers, and you said, hey, listen, I'm competing against these guys across the street. Can you make some videos to just let everybody know how whack they are and how much better I am? I mean, you might get into some anti-competition rules there. I don't know. But I think that's you're, you're speaking to the trend. That's where it's going. So now instead of saying you're an influencer. You're a de-influencer. <laughs> right. And, you know, they're not doing it in a malicious way. No. They're literally, this is just what they found. They said that this works just as well as the expensive one. Try the least expensive one. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's sort of shifting. It's an interesting cultural tipping point shift that's happening. I was just noticing that, so I wanted to... You know, get you the lingo. Okay, well, let us know if you've seen anything that uh, has been de-influencer like in your feed, and let us know what product yeah. you were convinced not to consider, or if you have a good dupe. I would love to get your dupes. Oh yeah, Jamar's yeah. trying to think of a dupe. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any dupe. I don't think I've come across any dupes. I mean, like, like maybe it's like a sneaker that's like really expensive, but you found another sneaker that's like Skechers good. at one point were a dupe. Okay, for like, what? For every sneaker out there, like, okay. you don't want this to get Skechers, but now they're like. Yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. thing to get now. Or yeah. fragrance. Or fragrance, yeah. Interesting. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. I think Toronto restaurants are just getting so creative with things that they're doing, not just in the food. So there's a restaurant in the city called Good Fortune Burger. Oh. And they changed the names of all of their menu items to office supplies. Random office supplies. So okay. that it makes it easier for you to expense your lunch. Oh, that's great. Oh, funny. That's great. That's great. Funny. I yeah. love that. So the director of operations, he <laughs> said, you know, this is just for a ha-ha, hee-hee, a laugh. Um, it's just fun and games. But the office supplies do actually show up on the receipt if you did want to try to expense it. Do you have some of the menu items? That's funny. The, to a name? Because, I mean, I can imagine it would be like staple. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah it's straight up. Yeah. Staple. Highlighter. So the, the Instagram post has been taken down for some reason. <laughs> but it was there when I first started the story. Um, but, yeah, it was things like staples beside a burger. So you're seeing the burger. You're seeing the chicken uh, fingers or something like that. And it's things like that. But I feel like you're going to question why staples Three hole are punch. 15 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Very creative. What's oh, the yeah. restaurant again? The restaurant is Good Fortune Burger. Good Fortune Burger. Yeah, so okay. they do have regular menu items, but this one in particular is for this purpose. But oh. I don't know if they got in trouble. I don't know what happened. But the Instagram post is gone. It's okay. <laughs> it's like when you, it's like their secret menu. You're going to be like, hey, can I have the stapler? Like, exactly. Even if the Instagram post is gone, I know. I heard about it. I on know. Trump. Exactly. I don't want the burger. I want the stapler. <laughs> I want the letter-sized paper. Yeah. <laughs> so more things going on in the city this morning. Bill Nye, the science guy. Super throwback. The most epic theme song, I feel like. Right? Bill Nye the Science Guy is going to be in the city. He's doing a full-on Canadian tour. Greetings, Canada. Bill Nye here. I'll be in your fine nation in just a few weeks. 
We'll be talking about climate change. We'll be talking about the natural disasters I just did a television show about. And we'll, talking, we'll be talking about how we can make the world better for everyone with what? With science! See you soon. That's awesome. Bill Nye fumbled in there, and he was just like, nope, not retaking this. <laughs> you guys are going to use that fumble. Straight through. <laughs> Celia is calling up with the fumbles today. Oh, I know. Chris Rock. Yeah, I was in the um, I think I was in the Air Canada lounge with him one that one day flying back. Yeah, here. Ooh, and we, we, well, we were. I, I actually met him right in the urinal at the bathroom. <laughs> okay, let's stop. Um, and we're yeah. standing next Less to each black. other, and I just look over and I go, "You're Bill Nye." He goes, "Yeah." No, you did not talk to him in a urinal. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Oh my god. We had a urinal conversation. Jamar. And I said, "Man, you've done so much for me, man. Like I, I love everything you've done for me as a kid." And he was like. Thanks, man. You know, there's a lot of work to be done. We're be- definitely just looking at each other in urinal. I was going to say, how's this science? <laughs> how's this anatomy? Quite extensive. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, uh, my goodness. <laughs> I mean, Bill Nye's the only guy who could actually say, oh, we're going to talk about climate change. Yeah. And you're kind of still intrigued. Yes. You're like, let's talk. Yeah, let's talk sure. about it. So he's also going to be in Kitchener and Waterloo this month, if, it, if that's easier for anyone. So March 27th, 28th, and 29th here in Ontario. Sweet. And he's just such an icon. So tickets are still available, but the entire front row area is sold out. I'm looking at the seating chart now, but the, the good seats are going. So if you're going to get tickets, go Beyonce, for it. Bill Nye. <laughs> Same thing. Right? You know what I mean? I got front tickets to Bill Nye. <laughs> Who wants them? King B. And in some more local stories, today is Toronto's 189th anniversary. Just on my walk for my solo walk at Chino, the CN Tower is doing this kind of kind of cute light show. Oh, and nice. it's multicolored. I'm going to post the video shortly to the Chum 1045 Instagram stories. But it's happening this evening from 5 to 10 p.m. at Nathan Phillips Square, hosted by Rick Campanelli, oh, a.k.a. Rick the Temp. Rick the Temp. Back in the day. Okay. Um, there's going to be performances by a steel pan band called Pan Fantasy, which I love this about Toronto, or is including Trinidadian culture and their celebrations. That's happening at 7 p.m. Glenn Lewis will be performing at 8 p.m. There's a 19-plus warming lounge. You and can't miss this. don't you forget it. Yeah. Sorry. Don't you forget your... No, <laughs> okay. we're not singing. Glenn we're not singing. Glenn will be performing. Glenn will be performing. Glenn will be performing. No one can sing. I mean, not jump in and also sing. <laughs> uh, the warming lounge is shaped like an igloo, which is pretty cool. And Chum 145 is going to be there, so mm. you can stop in and say what's up to the street team. There's also tons of local vendors at the Toronto Made Market, so you can shop local. So tons of exciting things happening this month. Bill Nye, you could go and buy some Good Fortune Burger, some staples, and <laughs> celebrate Toronto today. I like that Toronto has an anniversary. We're like Mariah Carey. We're yeah, not, right? We don't celebrate a birthday. It's an anniversary. It's an anniversary. That's a good call. Yeah. That's a good call. It's a bigger occasion then. Yeah. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Jam 104.5. Get up. If you... And you could text the word me to one zero four five three six. If this is you, if you have what they called in the nineties the tramp stamp, me. <laughs> um, guess what? Oh you boy. are in the. You're on trend. Wow! It's back after thirty something odd years. The tramp stamp has made a full circle. Okay, comeback. wait a second. I just heard you say thirty Sorry. years. Is that? I mean, true? I didn't do the math, but Is I'm that just math. Kinda, yeah, you the could. The 90s, 30 years ago? Yeah. Oh kind, my kind. God. Yeah. I'm dying. Tramp stamps are bad. Look, look at all the me's coming in. Everyone's like, me, I have a tramp stamp. <laughs> and the thing about the tramp stamp, which is such a horrible thing to call the tattoo, but, you know, that's <sighs> yeah, what it is. But everyone knows what you're talking about. Like, yeah. if you say, oh, it's on my back. 
Well, so that's the, not it. The funny thing about the tram stamp is yeah. it wasn't called a tram stamp at first. The tram stamp, they called it a tram stamp to make fun of it. Yeah. So if you don't know what we're talking about, it's the tattoo you get right on like the small of your back, mm-hmm. kind of like above your waist a little yeah. bit or below your waist. Some... Yeah, it's the small of your back. You're right. Yeah. Small of your back. Uh-huh. But the idea was back in the 90s, low rides jeans. That's it. Right? So you would see it. You would see, you know, I guess this is not my look, <laughs> but you know, the like whale tail thong. The whale tail thong. The low rise jean. I've heard that in so many years. <laughs> and then the little, you know, tattoo. That's another that was, one. And even that's coming back. I the whale tail know. thong. The thong above your jeans? Yeah. yeah that's coming and the back low too. rise. It's, I mean, we did it so once. Funny. It wasn't fun. I don't know why we're bringing this thing back. So but. it was just a whole way to bring attention to that area of yeah. the body. Mm-hmm. Jeans way low mm-hmm. with the low rise. The thong way up, and then you put a little pink, a little tattoo there. Yeah. Just to put the icing on the bum crack. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but, wow. you know, then there was a moment where it was just not acceptable anymore because then people started calling it a tramp stamp. Yeah, right. They're, they're like, you're a tramp. You've got a stamp on your back. Tramp stamp. But then it became funny. Did it? Say that you. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was funny. Okay. But it became yeah. funny to say you had a tramp stamp. Sure. And then it became a thing almost like. I have a tram stamp from the 90s, and now yeah. it's kind of funny to say it. Well, and quite, honest, quite honestly, I, I forget about it, right? Because I don't see it. It's back there. And I was bending down the other day, and Will, who's 10, was like, <laughs> Muffy, you have a tattoo? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I do. And it was almost like his eyes were like, oh, what? Whoa, Muffy has a whole life that I don't know about. What a know? teaching moment. Yeah. I was like, yeah, well, don't do this. Don't do as I do. Anyway, That's great. Yeah, it was, you, you sort of forget about it. So wait, are you telling me yeah. that all this research I've done to get this thing taken off, I no, should keep ignore it. it? Keep it. You are, you are uh, ahead of the curve right wow. now. You were in the lead. And not only the tramp stamp has come back, but here's some other tattoos from back in the day that are okay. making a comeback. Okay. Barbed wire. You know oh. people get barbed wire tattoos? Thank you, Pamela Anderson, who's yeah. also back. You yeah. know, she's also having a moment. You'd get like a barbed wire tattoo, like maybe around your calf mm-hmm. or around your Bicep. biceps right here. Yeah. To show these bazookas. Gross. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what else is back? Tribal tattoos. I don't know about these. Like I don't know. A bunch of my friends have these. Um, some of my friends of African descent would yes. get like tattoos of uh, like tribes or ethnic groups that they come from. And then our friends who wanted to know our African heritage be like, I want one too. Yeah. Be like, but is it, is it more of a burn than it is a tattoo? There were burn. There are like brands, but they're also tattoos as well. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of either or. I wanted one, but like I. I don't know if anyone Africans listening. If I got like a, the Ghanaian strength thing, would you laugh at me? I right. want. I kind of want one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I get, I think you. I think you just gotta be careful with those. Yeah. You know, we're into some cultural appropriation, appropriation stuff. territory. That that brings me to the next tattoo. Okay. Chinese characters. Mm. Chinese characters. I don't know why people were doing this. They're getting <laughs> Chinese writing. Your family's from I Germany. What are you doing? <clears throat> I have one. You have Chinese care. Oh my god. I have one. <laughs> oh, bro. No, I, I have kanji. Have... What does it mean? Inner strength. Inner strength. <laughs> Mine means body, mind, spirit. Balance. You have one too. Okay. Yeah, that's the trans stamp. That's you... why I'm saying. That's why I have shame. Wait, it's a it's a Chinese character trans stamp. Don't need to repeat that. Trifecta. <laughs> It's it, yeah, I know. I am like bullseye. It's not good. <laughs> it's really not good. I mean, my Irish self. 
I, I don't know what business I 104.5360. If you're of Chinese heritage, yeah. does Meredith make you knock? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I, I just want to get it off. Well, the, the idea is that uh, Chinese characters are back, tribal tattoos are back, and the idea is that people are now embracing their heritage. Yes, which is beautiful. Oh yes, it's beautiful, so it's a good thing. Um, another one that's come back, tattoos in style, 90s cartoons. Anyone what? have any Bart Simpson characters oh or Smurfs gosh. or anything on, oh, on your... Oh, no. No? Smurfs? That's kind of cute. <laughs> Where would you put a Smurf? I wouldn't, but something. And, and, and last but not least, um, to be like really uh, R.E.M. and Lisa Loeb, sun, sun tattoos. Uh, around the belly button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Gary Spice had that. Uh-huh. She did? Yes. Around, yeah, she does. Yeah, it almost looks like henna or something, like around, like yes. that beautiful, yeah. Okay. Just get me to Kensington Market. <laughs> That's Give me the cord- corduroys in the back of Courage My Love. That's all that. That, yes. that is That's exactly all that. what that is. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, share with us what the tattoo uh, you're rocking right now. You can tell us at 104.536. I literally have none. I would like one, though. Wait, 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 wake up. Hey. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Wait, 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 wake up. On Jum. Share with us the tattoo that you currently are rocking. You can text it to 104536. Even though I'm making fun of you guys. <laughs> you really are. I am secretly jealous. <laughs> I, I honestly have always wanted a tattoo. I'm surprised you don't have one, Jamar. I would I would love one. I just, you know, like not, the, non-committal. I don't know, like the ocean or like a fish or something. I I had something a, like that. I had a really bad idea for a tattoo one. Oh, and? I wanted on my ribs uh-huh. to tattoo like gill slits, like to make it look like I was a shark when I was swimming. What do you mean? That's so cool. Yeah, but then I thought it was like, no. this is stupid. No, it's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. No, right? like fish appropriation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want the fish to start protesting against me. Um, oh no no no! Like I want to do like these big like black lines on my like right on my on my chest like where my ribs are. Yeah yeah. Okay. So if I'm swimming, like yo, he's like an animal underwater. Nope, no one will think like that. Like a mermaid. No one will think. <laughs> no one will think that. You see, and that's the thing. It could sound cool or it could sound really stupid. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you didn't do it because it's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, I didn't do it, so you're not making fun of me. But, but anyway, I'm only I'm only protesting because I have such a bad one. I have such a bad. Well, you're on. That I'm saving you from this experience. Well, you're not the only one. Mm. Um, back in the mix, after 30 years, the tramp stamp, the tribal tattoos, the Chinese letters, they're all back. And Julia is here t- for the fun. Hey, Julia, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. Why don't you nice. share with us the tattoo yeah, that you have? Make me feel better. <laughs> oh, mine is bad. So I have a tramp stamp, but it's also a tribal tramp stamp. Um. Yeah. <laughs> together. Tribal tramp stamp. Wow. Uh-huh. Double I word got score. It when I was 17. Yeah. And it means obsession. No. Obsession. Obsession. Yeah. What drew you to that word? I on have your... no idea. <laughs> we don't know. Wow. Um, yeah. do, do you know what tribe you're representing with no. this obsession? No. Stamp? No. I need to say no. She no. doesn't. No. I don't. And I also, I want to get it covered up because I think it's so stupid. One, as the tramp stamp, but two, to be tribal. Totally. Like, I'm not I, okay with that. I know. Right? I mean, listen, you know, it wasn't, cultural appropriation was not a thing. I, at the then. time, like, it yes, was, it was, I know, but it's. It was the cool thing to do to, like, be obsessed with people's culture back then. It was. Mm-hmm. But don't you think yeah. it's kind of nice that you don't see it? Like, that's at least that's how I think. I don't see yeah. it. It's just back there. Who knows what's happening back there, you know? I have a lot more, <laughs> and I like all of those ones. Okay. So what other ones? I like to see. Um, I have my daughter's name. Nice. Um, I have some stars that represent my friends. Oh, I like that. You know, yeah, yeah you, stuff like that. We get smarter as we get older. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah.
Can you give me any ideas? What can, if I want a tattoo? What where, where, what can I start with? What, 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 what about Kofi? What about an initial like Kofi? Yeah, but what if I don't like him at some point? No, like, you will always like. You will always like him. I will always like him. You will always like him. Thank you, uh, Julie, for hey, sharing yeah. that. Thanks I for the ideas. Appreciate you. Yeah, we got other people texting in. There, there are some other uh, Chinese symbol and the tramp stamp. There's an infinity symbol uh, with my kids' names. Okay. Okay. Kids' names incorporated uh, with a butterfly and a and a Pikachu. Whoa, yeah. Susan. From Burlington. She's busy. <laughs> <laughs> my, my sister, I hope she doesn't hear this, but she got a tattoo on, her, on the back of her shoulder of two pets that she had, a dog and a cat. The animals <laughs> died many, many years ago. Right. And she's walking around with these pets on her, on her shoulders. I don't well, know if she got her t- covered up. or well, it's just okay. It's, it's, ah, she liked her pets. I, I mean, it's a random cat and dog now. No. <laughs> <laughs> From like the year 2000. <laughs> Also, with a Calvin Klein obsession. Yes, you're right. Maybe that's where the obsession came from. With Julie's tattoo. Oh, because Calvin said, Klein obsession. Yeah, obsession was that was big. Sent back in the nineties. Yeah. Azalea shared with us her tattoo that you actually showed it to us. Yeah. No, no shame. It's a great tattoo. Yeah, it's, on, it's, too, it's Azalea, Azalea flower. flower. Yeah. It's on her obliques, like right here on the right. side, and it's the Azalea flower. That's right. your namesake. Yes. And it's great. I just feel like it's so random. And like the shading is so dark. Well, I mean, like, well, that's I just, that's the other thing that has happened too. Like t- the way tattoos are done now is very different than what it was however many years ago. So like right. the, the style of it all. I would show you mine, but I'm wearing a jumpsuit, so I'd be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I, I gotta take it They're all down. off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do you feel good about your your Chinese symbols as well too? So well, while we were talking about this, my dad texts me to remind me that my great grandfather is Chinese descent. So Trinidadian, but of Chinese descent. So you're not appropriating. So I'm not appropriating. I feel I good about it. I feel good about my now Chinese. Now you have to learn symbols. a couple more Chinese uh, characters. Now I've got to learn a couple more. Just to dive into the culture. I had Chinese for dinner last no, night. No, 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 no. That's not no. how it works. Okay. okay. I did not get that text from my dad. No, no, no Chinese in you? Uh, no. <laughs> I just don't know if you guys saw this uh, Scooby-Doo tramp stamp text. What? what? Somebody no. said they have a Scooby-Doo tramp stamp. Mm. Right. Well, that's double in, right? Yeah, it's double in. Yeah. And it's the 90s character. Uh, yeah. yeah. There you go. You're fine. We're really putting uh, tattoo erasers out of business because everyone's just going to keep them now. Absolutely. On Absolutely. trend. On trend. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. When the term quiet quitting, quiet quitting started becoming the very, uh, I think it was right around end of the pandemic. Yeah. Not that it's ended, but like end of the lockdown type yeah. of thing. And people were like, I'm tired of this job. I'm going to just do the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to quietly quit. Hopefully, they'll just fire me or hopefully they'll just ask me, hey, do you want to transition out or whatever? It's just and sort of like knowing your worth and like not really believing hustle culture is real. That's what I felt. That's that quiet was, quitting is sort of a response to this fake hustle culture that we believed would get us somewhere. And mm-hmm. then there's some thought like, oh, you know what? It's actually getting us just really stressed yeah. and overworked. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a, there was a whole group think around that. Mm-hmm. But it's now moved from the workplace into the house. Okay. People oh, quiet, I'm intrigued. People are quiet quitting around the house. You could let us know <laughs> if you're doing the same. And it involves um basically doing the bare minimum of the chores and the things of, you know, your household duties so that you could prove a point to the people or person that you live with to let them know that hey, I'm not doing everything. I'm just doing this. 
Maybe we can talk about why I'm doing just this in a couple weeks or whatever when you realize, but this is where we are. This is interesting. There might be people already quiet quitting and you didn't know you were quiet quitting, but uh, you just now maybe someone brings it up like, hey, why aren't you doing this or this? You can say, I'm quiet quitting. Well, you know, when I think about my own situation. Yes, let's talk about your situation. There has been a lack of food in the house recently. From you? Not from me. She's supposed to cook. Excuse me. That was the. That was. Can we just go back to the 1950s? That was the deal. Oh, that was the deal. That was the deal. So, what's your end of the deal? Everything else. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I mean, I I think there needs to be a conversation because I do notice that food has been a little scarce. Well, groceries are expensive, Jamar. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's that. <laughs> and our and our our stove is getting cobwebs on it. I see. It doesn't work. Okay. I think it works still. Right, right, right. Maybe I need to start using it. Even after right. making the muffins? I know. I know. The muffins <laughs> didn't work. The muffins were you not a the love language muffin conversation. Um, but okay. Do, would you, do you uh, recognize quite quitting quite on the quitting? house? Have you done this? You or? know, I'm sort of interested in maybe trying it. I might quite quit a little bit. I well, might just uh, leave leave the laundry. Good luck finding underwear that's going to work for you. You can turn it inside out but if you like. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Don't bring them back to university. Right? I but, might just do that. But here's the other part about quiet quitting around the home if you're interested. What you do is your stuff. So you only wash just your laundry. Oh, interesting. So the like plot for, thickens. If you want to go in the kitchen and quietly quit the kitchen, mm. you go in and you simply just take out your fork and your knife eat with them, wash them alone, and put them, back, put them back in the cupboard. That, I mean, I get that that's quiet, but that is aggressively it's, quiet quitting. It's super passive aggressive yes. in, the, in the house. Wow. But it's a trend. I mean, you know, some people are just stressed with the living situation. Mm-hmm. It's true. Um, you might want to try that. You know, just don't hustle at home. Just do do the least. Like, right? Not do the most. Do the least. Not putting your kids' toys away at the end of the night. Because um, they're just going to take them out and play with them tomorrow anyway. Oh, you know what? I'm already regretting my thought of quiet quitting. Yep. Because that sentence makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I have to do a little thing at the end of the day and a little thing at the beginning of the day. And if you're listening to this, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. I have a little routine I do. I put the house to bed and then I wake it up in the morning. And if I don't do those two little rounds, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I feel uh, like uh, fuzzy. I I put the house to the bed. Too. I put do the you? house to bed too. My yeah. ha- put the house to bed routine is turn on the dishwasher. Uh huh. Wipe you. down the stove. Yes. The cobwebs off the stove because it doesn't get used these days. And then I put the kids' toy, uh, Kofi's toys away. Right. That's my put the house to bed situation. Uh huh. I got a lot of people in my house who like to change in the main floor. So, yeah, I'm not going to say who. Keep them windows closed. Yeah, (laughs) it's interesting on our street. So I do a lot of uh, picking up clothes on the main floor (laughs) and bringing them upstairs. Message. Anyway. (laughs) Do it. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. So Chris Rock hasn't done a stand-up special in about five years or so. So this weekend... He did one with Netflix called Selective Outrage. It aired on Saturday night. I watched it Sunday morning. It is not easy Sunday morning. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Whose idea was that? It's a loud Sunday morning. Right. I just, you know, wanted to be on the in with the rest (laughs) of my Twitter feed, but it was just not what I like to do on a Sunday morning. But uh, this had not only Chris trending, but also Meghan Markle, Lululemon, the Kardashians, and of course, Will and Jada. Uh, It's been a year now since the big slap at the Oscars, and we've all been patiently waiting for Chris Rock to finally comment 
on the slap. How did it affect him? What, like, how did he really feel about it? So he took this chance to kind of hit back. And if he was successful, I'm not sure. I'm not sure he was. I all have differing opinions. No, there are very differing opinions, not even just in this room, but, like, all over the Twitter sphere. Like, some people like, ah, it wasn't funny. Some people like, oh, laugh out loud. I thought it was very, very funny. How was that not funny? I, I was... I, okay, come to okay. me and tell me how that was not funny. Let's break down some of the first parts before we okay. go into Will and Jada. Sure. Right. So, okay, he did say, though, that he's not a victim when it comes to the, the slap. He said that he took the hit like Pacquiao, which I, I think is funny. Yeah. That was very funny. But let's get into the other things before the juicy stuff. So he used a topic of selective outrage to cover a bunch of other topics from Lululemon's expensive anti-racist yoga pants. <laughs> Meredith, you love this one. Do you want to run that one down? Well... Oh, what you <laughs> That was funny. No, I I don't want to like. <laughs> no, what a no. throw! <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but I also don't want the thing that I the thing oh that I God. don't want to do is you racism know, in yoga pants. Meredith, Meredith? You, <laughs> is, is, yo, is, watch that bus. Is, I don't want to also pretend to like do Chris Rock's routine. You're right. There, you're there's right. A, okay. There's a, there's a funny uh, idea or concept that he's exploring about you know companies kind of joining in on this you know we are anti-racist we are which obviously is a very very good thing to be uh anti-sexist and he's saying like i just want to buy your yoga pants right (laughs) how do you do on the yoga pants though right and that's the idea that all these sort of companies are are joining in on this and, and basically saying do you really believe that? Or are you just trying to kind of get in on the, on the trend? So there was some humor there. Azalea, right. back I, to you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So the was topic great. was on uh, a lot of performative activism. So Meredith covered that really well. People, he was also talking about people who listen to Michael Jackson and don't listen to R. Kelly. That hit me in the heart. That hit me too. That hit me right in the face. Because I will blast some Michael Jackson, some R. Kelly. Absolutely I got the spin not. in many years. No, R. Kelly uh. does not get the play. Um, then he went into even stickier territory that I'm going to say made, you know, people squirm a little bit in their seats. So his thoughts on abortion, that transgender people. Do you want to do you want to nope. comment further? Nope. OK. All nope. right. We're moving on. Transgender people. He where he said in some situations he prefers trans women to original recipe. And I just think that that's a funny way to. <laughs> All people, original recipe. It was interesting. He did Meghan Markle and Kardashian jokes that I kind of feel like we've heard a million, a kajillion times. So they weren't that funny to me. You know, O.J. Simpson stuff. And I still like the Kardashian jokes. The fact that he called Kris Jenner the Statue of Liberty because she accepts everyone. Right. I, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I get and it. And I did like the breakdown of the people that were accepted. Yeah, but... Do want to preface that it is a tough watch. If if you're sensitive to language, oh yes, Chris Rock is going to be a tough pill to swallow. That's what this one I'm telling you. It's not Sunday morning easy watch. Circling back to Will and Jada, Chris did not hold back. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera. Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. (laughs) We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy. Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. <laughs> if I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. <laughs> Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. I played a piece of corn in Pootie Tang. <laughs> and if you didn't see New Jack City, 
Pookie was essentially a a drug a drug addict in the streets of New York. So not what Will was playing. Not what Will. He was not in shape. He was feeble. He was sick. He was crazy looking. And Will Smith was just like one of the strongest athletes of all time. Yeah. Right. So this all kind of started like it was going to be a sort of, you know, complimenting Will. But then he went into the entanglement with Jada. He said, you know, she hurt him more than he hurt me. Yo, that he whole part deep. was a roast of Jada and Will. That's all. It was a roast. Of yes. Them. It absolutely was. So there's so much more uh, conversation around this stand-up special. But but I think bottom line, check it out because everybody's talking about it and you want to have some sort of take on it. Yes. When you go into your office. Without the kids go, in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah without the Yeah, Jamar. <laughs> I just got to remind them. I, they know that. Because I know some person. Some like, listeners know that. I hope they do. They do. And not Sunday morning. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's what's trending. Thank you for keeping us up to date. Baby, wake up. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Mornings on Chum. TV's not necessarily such a waste of time. There are a couple shows that have actually lead, led to life-saving uh, measures. For example, you watch a lot of Grey's Anatomy. I do. Um, Grey's Anatomy is my favorite show. There's a woman in Israel who uh, had a cancer diagnosis, and because of an episode she saw on Grey's Anatomy, decided to get a second opinion, and it actually saved her life. Um, do, you, do you find Grey's Anatomy to have a lot of factual things in there? Yeah, you know what? I think the one that comes to mind really is maybe not so much medical, but there's um, a scene where there's an active shooter in the hospital. Yeah. And one of the doctors ended up talking to the shooter, kind of giving him a lot of information about herself. Oh, wow. Saying, like, this is my name. This is my mom's name. This is my dad's name. This is what I grew up doing. This is what they do for a living. These are my siblings. My favorite color is this. And telling the shooter of a lot of information about themselves because they find that that telling personal information about yourself to somebody who's about to harm you uh, will stop them from harming you. Makes them care a little bit more. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, Grayson. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. that's like what I would be going to, but right. I mean, it's a it's a good I mean, tactic. Potentially. It's a, it's, a, it's an interesting tactic. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to humanize yourself to them, right? Because right. At, in the moment, they're not looking at you like right. a human. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, a German doctor said that because he, he watched House. Oh, I liked House. Remember House? I liked House. Yes. Um, David Lorry. Uh, Hugh Lorry. Hugh Lorry. Yeah. Right, uh, right. Was able to diagnose a patient with severe heart failure mm. after wearing House. Um, another show that has proven to save a life. SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> a 13-year-old student who happened to be autistic as well, saved his classmate's life because he learned the Heimlich maneuver. Wow! On SpongeBob SquarePants, <laughs> under the sea. SpongeBob SquarePants, SpongeBob sw- uh, saves lives. 13-year-old. Wow! Yeah. Do you, does anyone in here yes. know the Heimlich maneuver? You oh. guys know if, if oh, I yeah. was if I was choking on something, would you be able to do the Heimlich? Yes. What would you do if you wanted to Heimlich me? What do you mean? What Heimlich you? No, it's there's. <laughs> <laughs> How would you hang do on it? now? <laughs> no, it, well, you, there's a maneuver. I mean, yeah. you know, I gotta get behind you. Right. I gotta get my uh, my fists in a certain formation. Right. And I gotta get it up under uh, your diaphragm. Diaphragm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We yeah. got this one from no. Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, that's that's true too. That's Mrs. Doubtfire. Right? Yeah, that's okay. Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. 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 How many of us in here are, are um, CPR trained? And only one of us. Zero of us. Simone, I would have thought that's something you would have been uh, well, it, in on, our producer. It expired. I got to get mine renewed. Uh, wow. Can, can you yeah. please? Because, you know, something <laughs> yeah. happens in this room. I know. We need one of us. I, well, for a while there, I was. I, you know, that's a good reminder to get that updated. I think every. I was. Yeah. But that's when I was babysitting. That was a long time ago. 
I think every, I was very up to date. When when our son was getting ready That's, to be yeah. born, I remember we went to the, the class where you learn um, baby CPR. Uh-huh. And like a lot of the stuff went over my head. It was so long ago. Right. I was just so like flustered with the whole process in general that I don't know if that really yeah. stuck. Yeah. But I think everyone, when you go to work today, just do a little in, informal survey amongst your coworkers and just ask, hey, is anyone in the room CPR certified? Mm-hmm. It would actually surprise you because, I mean, that should be something that should be more. I mean, we have more cell phones than CPR certifications. And I know that's a big simplification, but yeah. the CPR would be a lot more useful than the mobile phone. It's true. And those things, when they happen, ooh, it happens so quickly. So and quickly. Then, and then you really uh, you rely on that uh, to, to get you through. Uh, this one, just to finalize it, uh, yeah. but saving life from a TV show, a man was accused of murder, but his appearance in a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode gave him an alibi. Oh. Wow. So he was on the TV show. I mean, that was specific for saving his life. Right. But yeah, it was it provided an alibi. That is pretty incredible. And it, yeah. And I love that it was Curb Your Enthusiasm, too. <laughs> of all shows. Of all the shows. Yeah. It's like, are you sure it's you? All right, well, yeah. TV does have a, a, a use other than just, you know, being the idiot box they called it. It's not just the boob tube. The boob tube. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto with Azalea Hart? Let me know, let me know. I can't even believe that this franchise is still going on, but Fast 10 is coming out soon. Um, and they're saying that Paul Walker is going to be in this one. You got to you gotta explain that. Because okay. Because I think people probably know Paul Walker has very unfortunately, but passed on. He has. So, um, if you do remember or you don't remember, his character Brian Walker, Brian O'Connor didn't die in this universe, in this fast fast universe. So his character kind of just retired from the game. He's living a peaceful life somewhere. He didn't want to be involved in all the antics that these guys are into, going to space and all of that. Uh, so in the new trailer, we do see him. It's reused footage from the fifth movie. Um, but the last movie, the ninth, we get a bit of a tease. We see his car coming. Uh, but the way that they're going to do this is flipping between past and present. So we're going to see Brian in the past, but not Brian in the present. Got him. But I mean, so Paul Walker did die in 2013. Uh, he was in the middle of filming Furious 7. And so they had his brothers in the movie, which they kind of manipulated a bit with some CGI and some old footage to make it look like it was Paul Walker. Got it. Um, his daughter, Meadow, she's also still very close to Vin Diesel and his family. So she might be making a cameo, but there's no plan to CGI Paul Walker this time around. Hmm. So they're going to be flipping back and forth. And then that that is how he's going to be incorporated into this new movie. Okay. I am. I haven't, I've seen maybe half of one of these movies. And surprising me. Really? I, I, yeah, I think I love all of them. Yeah, I was going to say. It is like everything about this movie is my jam. All the big actors, the music, explosions, the best cars. Yeah. I just never get around to I think them. the earlier ones were really well done. Yeah. They are amazing. I really enjoyed them. But then it got weird somewhere in the middle. Yeah. And like I they think started doing back, some ridiculous things, right? Right, like going to space. <laughs> so it was <laughs> The cars are flying now, no. But I yeah. feel like I want to go back and actually start watching and get in on it. Because I would like to watch this last one. This right. last one coming out. And I mean, they you? kept the franchise going this long. The, are you, you in for this? Or no? Uh. <laughs> no, that's a you. Okay. I mean, they started out as streetcar racers. And yeah. then that was the whole point of the movie. And then all of a sudden, 
they are fighting crime, saving the world. But so like, how much streetcar kinda... racing could you do? You know, it's got a ten movies know. worth. It, it has to evolve. <laughs> like the guys in Mississauga that are streetcar racing, like they're just doing the same thing. Still. Right, and then those guys are going to go on to save the world. So it's <laughs> no, very not. weird. Or, or the guys in Brampton, right? <laughs> so sticking to movies this weekend, other things that are going to save the world. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Okay. Now we're talking. (laughs) Give me my Donatello. There you go. So this movie's produced by Seth Rogen, and they announced this weekend the the cast. So the movie is called Mutant Mayhem, and the voices of the actual turtles, they're newcomers, to me at least. But guess who's playing Splinter? Who's playing? Oh. The Sensei Rat. Yeah, who? Jackie Chan. Yeah. Wow. I know. That's great. Welcome back, Jackie. Uh, Paul Rudd is also going to be in this one. Maya Rudolph, Ice Cube, Post Malone. Seth Rogen is going to voice a villain, even though he's producing it. And so will John Cena. And that there's, they're also saying that this is not going to be your typical Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie where they're eating pizza and <laughs> doing the things. They found a way, they said, to make it deeply personal. So Seth Rogen said, we're putting a lot of our own feelings of awkwardness and insecurity and a a desire to belong and be accepted and all of that into this movie. All right. Yeah, so it's going to be in theaters August 4th. I look forward to this one. Showing how the turtles come out of their shell. No pun intended. Nice one. That's good. And you know, like Seth Rogen, like he's got his whole cannabis line. Like I feel like he's the right person to do this movie. Yeah, yeah, he is. (laughs) He's like, about his see, green, so this is very turtles, imaginative. You know, this is on brand and a whole new thing. Yeah, that's cool. All right, so Fast Ten and the uh, Mighty Morphin. No, that's Mighty Morphin. Not the, Mighty the Morphin. The Teenage Mutant. The Teenage Mutant. Yes. Heroes in a half shell. Turtle power. Turtle power. Jamar just turned into nine-year-old Jamar. That's what's trending. Great. I don't like how the new generation of mutant and ninja turtle kids, like they got the version where they were renaming the turtle. So instead of Donatello, it was Donnie. Instead of Michael, what? Oh, it's Mikey. I don't I, know. Oh. Yeah, instead, Wait a second. Instead of Raphael, it's Raph. This is the generation behind know. us. Yeah, like anytime my, my my little nephews go on with that stuff, I'm like get get that out of here. I don't know those. It's Donatello. Names. Yes. It's Michelangelo. Yes. It's Raphael. It is Raphael. Yeah. And it is definitely Leonardo. Absolutely. Not Leo. Stop. Right. Why did they do that? I don't know. They're trying to update everything. Trying to make it cool. No, no, no. Stop the foolishness. Yes. 845. Now we sound real old, right? Do we? (laughs) No, we sound correct. Back in my day. Yeah. (laughs) Donatello. Now, back to the morning show. Good morning. With Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The only way to wake up. On Chum 104.5. So we all, we survived the thunder snow, even though some of us we weren't even conscious for it. I can't believe you missed it. I don't know that. how I missed it. It was one of the biggest events of the winter. Well, I'll see you in the summer. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be a very bad groundhog. I'm not sure what to say. Massive I... snowstorm yeah. with thunder and lightning. Those thunderclaps were nuts. But um, I just here thought my neighbor was having a party. I don't know. I, we did get some texts, though, saying that some of you missed it, too. So I wasn't the only one. But, yeah, I, I really, I woke up the next morning and thought, oh, okay, it snowed quite a bit. And then we had no power, and then the things were canceled. And I was like, you know. We know what? who survives during the apocalypse. <laughs> the cockroaches and Meredith. <laughs> I'm offended. You guys, you guys I'm emer- offended. You guys emerged from the rubble and just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's happening out here? I don't just survive. I thrive. Yeah, I, okay? hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I know right. I missed it. Hey. Was it was it that did I miss something? Did were you glad you caught it? Yeah, I mean, it was. 
Like, <laughs> between the two of us, who's winning? I, yeah. I guess, yeah, you guess you got more sleep than I do. Yeah. Kid. But anyway, um, over under, how many more snowstorms before winter's done? What do you guys think? Do you two. get two more, or do we get two? Oh, more than two or less than two? Less than. You think less two than two? Two less. Yeah, two and less. I think we're in that stretch. I would love to hear your predictions. People listen to the show right mm-hmm. now. I like I like to hear what the what the uh, the community is saying. Right, you know? the community. Yeah. yeah, you can text us one four five three six. I'm gonna say two and under. But it is March sixth. Do we get two more snowstorms, or do we get one more until we get into spring? Well, that wasn't the question, Jamar. No. <laughs> you said it was two or more. I don't know. Or two or less. Is it? Is it? Not? Oh, look at that! It's almost the end of the show, Jamar. <laughs> this is me. I <laughs> This is Jamar's this is slow wind down. Actually, it's a very quick wind down. This is mail it in, Jamar, right? No, no, no. I'm going to just hand the, uh, Let me hand this microphone to Richie Favalero. Yeah, I'd love for that to happen. Richie's on the way in. Yep, he uh, sure is. And he has an 11 o'clock treat for you. Stack that cash. Some cash. 500 bucks. You have some time. Go to chum1045.com. Let us know who you are so Richie can call your name and give you five minutes to call in for your money. Your lucky tra- Richie. Yeah, lucky Richie for sure. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. 1045 podcast